Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, yeah, so today kind of moved things around. I had a few scheduling issues, so I am um, going solo today and wanted to talk um, a bit about uh, long-term goals, but not necessarily long-term, well, long-term goals in the, in the way of, well, what's that first step do you take? So I cover, I actually cover first um, some other goals that I've, I've had and, and where I'm at with those and then moved on to the, um, these current, a current goal that I'm kind of giving, that I'm giving myself now and um, where to go with that. So I, I think it's a, you know, situation where a lot of, a lot of people are, um, dealing with the same issue. So I thought it'd be a good thing to uh, talk about. So let's just uh, dive right into it. So I'll see you on the other side. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another fine episode, hopefully fine. <laughs> um, uh, going solo today, I was hoping to, um, I actually had somebody scheduled uh, today for uh, as a guest, but I have to actually keep this a little short today. Unfortunately, I have a um, a uh, funeral to go to uh, for someone who was who I served on two um, two committees that I was on in my in my town, Economic Development Commission and Main Street Committee. Uh, somebody who's in those committees with me, uh, unfortunately, had passed away with cancer. Uh, so today is his funeral. So I gotta um, gonna record this, and then uh, I gotta head out and um, and uh, go to that today. Um, but yeah, er Ernie was his name. He was a very good man. Uh, actually, was um, the head of the Main Street Committee, and um, uh, yeah, was just a, a member of the Economic Development Commission as well. You know, did a lot of great things for for our town, and it's uh, sad to see him. Um, him pass and um yeah just leave it that so um yeah um sorry <laughs> my uh my mind kind of just went <laughs> somewhere else there first now just you know speaking about ernie but um yeah so uh today i wanted to you know I'm gonna keep this one probably a little short uh but um they I want to talk about like long-term goals and then, you know, what, what are, what are some steps to, um, to move in that, you know, to start getting those goals, um, you know, moving forward. So, um, I will, I'm just going to put out, you know, a long-term goal that I have is, so basically, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, I have mentioned, you know, I've been, I've been in business for a while. You know, it's been 12 years, more than 12 years uh, since I've started this, started the firm. And, you know, on some of these recent ones where, where I'm going solo, you know, I've kind of brought up uh, a few times where, you know, just different things in terms of growth, you know, steps I'm taking to, to try to, to grow. Um, you know, actually today I'm, just to kind of, I guess a, a little bit of an update is, uh, you know, I have a call with, um, the one outsourcing company to start, 
they've done some work for me before. Uh, it's the 3D scanning, the robotic imaging. And on the 3D scanning side, obviously, that's what they specialize in. So the scanning, they, they've been helping on. But they also do, like, they'll document the scans, you know. So they'll do, like, existing building drawings for me. And whether they're for, for me to then take and then, you know, for my own projects or there's been some situations where, you know, other like architects and whatnot have, have reached out to me and I used to do that for them. But then I've kind of given them kind of passed on these projects to robot robotic imaging to do now. So, um, but the one thing with them is I was like, Hey, you know, I have a, a bunch of jobs where, you know, I got all this drawing work to do, you know, and I've, I'm starting to look at it more as, um, let's, let's kind of rewind for a second. I was looking at the work as, you know, being sole practitioner that I needed to do all of it. Um, but I start, I'm starting to look at it as, you know, cause if, if you're outsourcing the work, then you, you know, you got to pay somebody to do it. Right. So whatever that costs, let's just say if it was like $50 an hour, it's going to cost me $50 an hour for them to do that. But well, I can do that myself. Right. And take that $50 an hour. Well, in terms of um, actually, I was having a conversation with, um, uh, with Jeremy Fife. He was a painter. He, he had been a, a guest of mine before. And um, he was he was actually at my house. He was there was some uh, we've, we had some uh, barn doors installed. We had a renovation with our master be bedroom and stuff. And he had painted he had painted all that. But he came he had to come back. To, he finally got back yesterday to paint the barn doors and uh it was a, a kind of smaller job so he ended up painting it himself and it was we got in a good conversation you know being business owners and dealing with growth and things like that so um um crap man i'm like uh what was i gonna say with that is um just talking about you know like like um giving work to um you know to others and, you know, he, he, he's actually had some, some good growth and he was, you know, talking about him, you know, training his people and, and, and situations with that, like the barn door was a smaller job. So he was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I, I can do this myself, you know, rather than having like a guy or two come out for that. And it worked out for him because I guess the way his process was, was he was telling me he had to prime it and then let it sit. So what do you, and then he'd come back, paint, paint a layer, let it sit and dry, and then come back and paint the final layer. So he had two, two um, estimates that he had to go meet, you know, with homeowners or or business owners, you know, for potential potential jobs. So he's like, hey, I'm going to do the primer, and then I'm going to go out to my first appointment, and then I'll come back, then I'll do the first, you know, the first coat, go to my second appointment, come back, and then do do the final coat. So, you know, he was like, it made sense for him to take, you know, it was like he had his other jobs going on. He had his, you know, people like, you know, he has his project managers or whoever, or, you know, field field leaders um, got them going at the beginning of the day, said, hey, this is a job I can, I'll do it myself. And it works. It actually works out well with the two appointments that I had for the day. So in that situation, it made sense for him to to do the work himself, but we were both, you know, like talking about like, well, doing as the business owner, 
if you do the work yourself, the, yourself, you're actually probably like when I was just, you know, give me an example, like, okay, I got to pay somebody $50 an hour, especially in an, an, an outsourcing situation is $50 an hour. If I had an employee, it might be, you know, be, well, no, no, it, it would still, it could be, it, even if I was paying somebody 25 an hour, it's still going to be like $50 an hour. Cause if I had a full-time employee benefits that, you know, different things like that, it, you know, kind of becomes 50 an hour anyway. But anyway, so the, um, oops, sorry. I can't be having email and stuff up <laughs> when, uh, when I'm doing this. Um, the, um, you know, so, okay. Yeah. So it costs $50 an hour to pay somebody, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, there's a savings there for me if I just do it myself. Well, no, if I charge like, so right now my principal rate, which is, would be my personal rate you know, in my, my hourly rate sheet is 150 an hour. So I started looking at it and thinking that I'm like, Hey, you know what? It's actually cost. If I'm doing the work that somebody else could be doing, it's cost. It's actually costing me $150 an hour. It's not costing me $50 an hour. So taking that mindset now, I'm like, you know, moving on. Okay. Well, what can I, there's, there's kind of this thing where you got to look at, I was actually watching a video the other day. It was, um, I, I think I probably mentioned the YouTube channel called The Future, and it's spelled F-U-T-U-R. There's no E at the end. Uh, what's the guy's name? Christo. And he has, you know, he has a lot of great videos, and he, he's a, uh, in the graphic design industry, so um, in video production type stuff. So really great stuff, but he's talking about professional, like design professional services. So there's a lot of things that he speaks about that do relate to me and what I do. So... Um, he had a video, it's actually like a two and a half hour long video. It's kind of like, I guess these like whiteboard sessions, which I believe he has like some type of like pro group or something. So he has these different, you know, sessions. And this one was talking about somebody who was going, who was actually in my position. Somebody is going as a free, he, he said freelancer to having a, an actual like firm or business, you know, but still, you know, one person to growing, to having more people. So lot of different factors like the factor there like the 150 dollars an hour I, I realized that costing there was a there was a concept he had related to that that i was like the light bulb kind of went off in my head with that but then um the other part or, or one of the other parts that he had in the video was he presenting he's like okay you're the business owner so what are things that you have to do right and a lot of the have to do as a business owner had more to do with like business development um you know, operations, you know, setting up systems, things like that. It wasn't necessarily the work, you know, so that was that kind of like kind of flipped the mindset a little bit for me where I'm like, you know, I got, well, in back of my head, it's, it's been there re in the past year or so that um, I'm like, I got to get away from draw drafting up, you know, drawing up these wall sections, you know, I can't, be doing all this i'm like okay fine like i personally have had this mindset for so long that i'm like hey i'm good at doing the drawings i'm good at revit right i'm good at the software so and i i, I do work where i'm doing you know consulting work but i'm finding what's happening for me is i kind of am dipping my toes in this pool and i'm dipping my toes in that pool I'm not jumping the whole way in. I don't, 
And, you know, because I only have two feet. I only have 10 toes, right? But let's just say if I start having somebody who is that BIM consultant who can jump in that pool for me or that person who does the, the drafting work or that architect who can do the residential projects for me and just jump in that pool, you know, so I'm just looking at the, you know, these long-term goals of growth are like, you know, I'm like, I got to start taking this first step. So in that case, that that's been in my head for a while. So like I had this call, I was just, you know, mentioning with robotic imaging later on this afternoon and it's taking those first steps and of, Hey, I have this project. It's, it's ongoing. I mean, I, I've been working on it for a while. I just got comments from the structural engineer. I need help finishing up. Like I've always, you know, as I mentioned before, I was kind of like the front end. I was having help. I've never was having a lot of help on the back end. Um, so it's a good process for me where I was kind of like, really stuck with that for a bit, for a bit was that I was like, it's going to just take me, it's, it's going to take me less time for me just to do it myself. And is it going to take longer this first round? Yes, it absolutely will. <laughs> you know, but if I train this first layer, you know, there's this first call today. And I train the second layer and the third layer, fourth layer, et cetera, whatever, however many layers there are, right? Anybody who's helping me out doesn't have to be even at the level that I'm at right now, right? But if they can be 75% of the level I'm at, that's going to save me so much time. Um, and, you know, all kind, you know, it's just going to be, it's, it's just going to be overall, it's going to be a good thing. So taking that first step. It's a, it's a step that I've just kind of resisted for so long or I've done with no plan. That's like the other part is I've done it before, but I've kind of just kind of topped my head just like, Oh, oh do this. You know, I've hired employees before, but I never really had a, I, I, I was like, I knew I needed it. So I just hired them, but I didn't have a plan. So now I have a plan. So that's one, one part that is moving forward. Now, a long, another long-term goal for me is well. Actually, I got one up. One other point I want to make with that before I move on to the next point is um, the conversation I was having J Jeremy yesterday. One thing that I realized, and I'm pretty sure he had the same realization for his own business, was doing this all myself. Like I looked, I was looking at numbers for like, like let's say like the past three years, four years, whatever, I was hitting a ceiling. It was like, it didn't matter whatever I was doing. Like I felt super busy, you know, in the past year, you know, it, it is like, there's a lot of stuff going on. I got a four, four more projects I got to meet in the next week or so that are starting up. And I got four that I was hoping to be done. They're not done. <laughs> you know, that's the, where the help robotic imaging help and anybody else help is going to come from. But um, but even though I felt so busy, I was still the revenue that was coming in at the end of the year for the past couple of years has been the same. Doesn't matter if I felt busy or if I felt slow, it's getting the same amount of revenue. So I was hit. I'm, I was basically, I'm realizing I'm like, okay, I've hit a ceiling and there's no way I can get past that ceiling without 
growing, without having more people involved, without teaching people things I know that could, you know, benefit me as well, you know, benefit them, benefit me, right? So that's kind of like another point with it. So next point. So the long-term goal, one thing I've realized in the past 12 years is here, I'm sitting in an office, right? You know, this is not in my, I'm not in my home, but I'm in a building that my family owns, but the rest of this building is my wife's ballet school, right? So I'm kind of in this room in the back, right? Previous office I had was my own. I rent, you know, it was my business. But when I got that building, that landlord, there was a, a space in the front on the street and a space in the back. He would only rent me the back space because he was like, you're, because he wanted, because it was Main Street in town. And he was like, I would rather have a business that, that, um, you know, like a retail business that would have, that would want would welcome foot traffic to the street. He didn't feel like my business would, would, would get the foot traffic. I mean, he was right. I don't have a ton of, like, I don't have a ton of clients that come here, you know? So even though I, it would, you know, that would be ideal is to have a, you want to have a business. Like if you're on a main street in town, you want to have a business with your sign out front and, you know, people see it and pass it, pass by every day and all that, you know, there's definitely benefits there. And, uh, but no, but I was in the back with no sign and, you know, still getting business, you know, Heck, I get a lot, and most of my business is like Google search or, you know, people go on my website and fill out the contact form. That's where I'm, you know, getting a lot of my business. I'm getting plenty of business that way. But, um, you know, but yeah, so I was in the back. People didn't necessarily know I was there. Um, you know, I had a period of time where I worked, I, I did work from home. And then uh, previous to that, I was in a, I had a space in Philadelphia, but I was in a building that was my clients. He was a lawyer. You would never know that I was there. I was actually in a great, you know, I was near Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia, like prime, prime area, right? But again, no sign, no, you know, I had an address. You could find me online, but you, you would never know that I was located there. I mean, I probably had so many, you know, friends of mine who probably walked by my office all the time, never even knew I was there, right? Um, you know, and then, well, actually previous to that was like when I started and I did start from the house. So I've realized that I've had, I've had a number of locations over the years, but I've never been like, you know, a place that people could come to or know that I'm there or I'm even featured. Heck, and I realized over the years, like I have three windows here in my office. And I mean, you could, if you're seeing the video, you can see in the back. I keep my blinds closed. Like I'm just like hiding. This is like my little like, you know, hobbit hole or whatever, you know, <laughs> like I'm like, uh, 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 not Frodo. What's the guy's name? Bilbo, <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, you know, like, no, I don't want to hear anybody, you know, the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Right. You know, you didn't want any, any, uh, anybody, uh, you know, seeing him. So, um, so long-term goal for me that, you know, I'm going to put it out here is that, you know, having, having my own location, but some, but making it, you know, obviously be my office, 
but also like making it a a destination of some sort you know so i think you know talk in like the architecture community you know we can be like oh well how do you you know how do you market your services well like one of the things you can always say but you know if, if you're especially for well you know it's more for the business side but you know in in some ways you could even say it for for a home you know because it's almost like a personal brand is your home right is one of your biggest marketing tools is your can be your location um especially for businesses that you know where the business is done in in the location so um you know like a restaurant or a, a gym or something like that like you know the facility that people are coming to for that service is very important you know so um you know looking at it as an architect now you know i had mentioned that okay i don't have like over the years i've had you know like a ton of clients don't come to my location but what if the location can market the my location itself can market my services so, meaning that the location is well designed is has a lot of sunlight like like things that i would want to have in buildings for clients have it in, like make like i'm a client right so i have a, a location that people want to come to and you know on the personal side i've realized too is like um like recently i've had a you know few front few friends of mine who um we started working out together on like fridays and we came they came here i mean it was a ballet school so i was like hey just come on over here well you know that kind of got shot down because it's like hey we don't have like we're doing you know I, I do like you know fight training or whatever um not that we're like sparring or anything here but still um the ballet school is covered for ballet instructions you know even though this isn't necessarily you know these guys aren't coming here and paying me to do this we're just working out but you know there's some concerns that there may be some you know if somebody did get hurt you know just to slip and fall or something like that it may be there might be ins some insurance issues so that kind of got shot down so we're not doing <laughs> we're not working out here anymore but um i kind of think that one of the aspects i'd like to to possibly include is having well i always just think it's like a, a joe rogan type complex not that I, I you know you you see pictures or something online sometimes like i've never necessarily seen like him do a tour of his place um but you know you, you do see clips of like he has a gym there he has like an archery range or or you know whatever whatever else he has there um float tank <laughs> things sauna and stuff like that um but having if, if I have my own location is having something like that possibly there to have people, you know, come like, I don't think, I don't want it to be like, I like, I'm, I have, I have zero interest of opening my own gym, you know, and having classes and stuff like that. But if I have like something that, you know, obviously I can utilize, heck, have a space where if I have employees and they come there, the employees can utilize it as well. Um, but you know, also like here, I'm doing this podcast. This is another thing is like, 
a podcast studio, like having, like right now, if you're watching this video, it's just the back, you know, you can see it's my office wall. It's like, I don't have anything set up here and I'm, I'm going to keep on doing these videos. I'm like, I want to set something up where I have, um, have some type of studio space for this. Um, you know, cause I, I, that can grow as well. So, um, you know, so I look at it as, and I, I believe I had spoke recently. I don't, I don't remember which episode it was, but, um, you know, like kind of like attraction equals marketing or marketing equals attraction, whatever, but yeah, but having that place down the road that attracts people to come to. So I guess really you know, like, so, so, so that's kind of like the long-term thing is, is to have a space eventually for, um, you know, for the, for the office, but also for a couple of these other ancillary things too, um, that people want to come to, you know, so I guess really then my next question from that, that I've been thinking about now, um, is well, what's okay. So here's a long-term goal of what I want to eventually have down, you know, three years, five years down the road, whatever it may be. And I will say that uh, a few months ago, I did look at a couple spaces. Um, not necessarily what I wanted to go. So what, you know, there were, you know, it was just a, you know, it was like actually, you know, like looking at, at purchasing an existing building. Um, but the, uh, what was I going to say? But, you know, that's it. So to so the other part with the, the being an architect is, you know, now my thought is like, well, what if it's either finding like a big, not a big, but, you know, an, a vanilla box type space um, or, or land even, you know, I don't know. <laughs> land actually, I think with what I do is probably a little bit more attractive because then it's just a total. And I mean, it's not a total empty slate slate. I think, I think one thing with architecture that like, even if it's, a piece of land it's not it's not an empty slate it, it there there are factors that are already come into play and that that drive that design right the view uh the size of the lot you know they're you know the side like one of my favorite projects it's a little side tangent here but one of my favorite projects was uh for a residential was a weird shaped lot that was on a waterfront i, I you know that's like it's, it was like kind of an L shape at an angle type thing. So, um, but anyway, I'm, I'm going to actually have to get going here. So I'm going to try to wrap this up, but yeah, so the, you know, so what, so there's the long-term goal, let's say three to five years from now, love to have my, like, I'd like to have my own, um, my own location somewhere that I own that has the office and the podcast studio, the gym, you know, things like that. So what, what's that for, what's the first step that I take? That's like my question right now is like, what, what can I do now that leads me to that? I mean, I think there's some obvious looking into real estate, trying to figure out finances, stuff like that, for, like kind of throw that. I want to throw that off to the side 
you know, because that's, yes, that absolutely needs to happen. But what are some other things that can be done now to do that? What are, I mean, is there, think of, I'm going to just think of the podcast at the moment. Um, the, is there a place maybe I could take the podcast right now, you know, um, partner with somebody else, you know, partner, you know, I know that there's like these kind of podcast networks, maybe there's something there, you know, with the, the, the gym part is maybe there's something there that I could do with an existing gym and say, Hey, you know, I got, I got these group of guys or girls or they want to, you know, we're all working out together. What if we came to your gym on Fridays, but also became clients or something? I don't, you know, those are just two, two quick ideas. So, um, got to run. So I'm going to wrap this up now, but the, uh, but yeah, those, so those is just some of the thoughts of like, Hey, here's a long-term goal, but what's that first step you got to take for, Ooh, excuse me. Stomach. I don't know if you heard that or not, but my stomach just growled real loud. Um, so what are those, what are those, what, what, you know, if you have a long-term goal, what are your, you got like, what are those first steps? How do you, how do you figure out those steps? So I'll leave, I'll leave you with that question. So, um, yeah, like I said, I gotta, I gotta run now. Um, so hope everybody's doing good. And, you know, if you want to, um, you know, whether you see this, you know, on YouTube podcast, you know, whether it's posted somewhere or something, answer that question, you know, what are your thoughts? What, what, what could you, um, you know, what do you think the first steps should be? Whether it's my my scenario, or what if maybe you have one? Like, what's your long-term goal and what's your first step for something like that? So, yeah, let me know. And, um, um, yeah, so we'll just, uh, like I said, we'll wrap it up there. And, uh, yeah, hope everybody's doing well. And until next time, it's Richie Architect. We're signing off. See ya.